but I, yeah, I think the patience is a big deal and potentially even expanding the radius for where you can meet people because, you know, if you're only looking within 15 minutes of where you live, you may not find someone, but if you expand it to be maybe a little bit farther, even if that means a distance relationship, you might find somebody that you never would have met. And that's the, that's the point I think to me, at least of online dating is that it's giving you the opportunity to meet people that you wouldn't just run into. Hello, this is Father John Arnold, and this is a special edition of Oral Valley Catholic. We're talking about dating, and as we prepare for Valentine's Day, which is good timing for this podcast, you know, three in 10 U.S. adults say that they have used online dating sites or dating apps. There's a lot of different ones, but Catholic Match is one which directs its attention to uh people who are looking for marriage uh, with another Catholic. And so I'm speaking with Christina and Alan today who are married for uh, three years. They have one child and are expecting their second uh, next week. And so it's, it's a good time to take stock of, of marriage and dating. They met on Catholic Match and I asked them if they'd share their story with you and, and here's what we talked about. We met on Catholic Match. Um, Alan took, there's the quiz on Catholic Match. You can make quizzes uh, that people can take. So it's just, you know, there's a preset list of questions or you can write your own and add them to those questions. And people can take your quiz. It's just sort of an easy way to break the ice without having to actually send a message sometimes. Alan had taken my quiz and the two questions that I had written about what was your ideal vacation and what would you do if you had five minutes in between a meeting, his answers to them were things that I intrigued me. So he said that his ideal vacation would be a backpacking trip, which was what I was hoping for. And then in between meetings, he said he would look at his stocks, which told me that he knew how to handle his money. So, um, that was an important thing for me that somebody who understands finances. So, um, so I wrote to him and took his quiz and I, I liked his questions. I thought they were very clever and um, just made me interested to get to know him a little bit better. Uh, I had been out of the dating scene for probably about two years, um, entirely out. I, mean, I didn't go on a single date or really do anything that would even resemble dating at all for about two years. I um, was focusing on my career. I had moved from Ohio back to the San Francisco Bay Area. So living in my one bedroom apartment, 400 square feet, I really didn't get out much. I was in the office maybe three days a week. At, um, and uh, the office was filled with people that were one or two generations above me. So um, once I kind of established my career you know, in the Bay Area, I it, I was ready to kind of put myself out there again. Um, so I decided to sign up for Catholic Match. I signed up for one other online dating uh, app as well, um, which was not even close to as good as Catholic Match, just because I think the fundamentals, I was really looking for a lot of those fundamentals that Catholic Match has is like their native program. They ask you a lot of, of faith-specific questions, um, which is important to me. And so the fact that it's built into the site kind of gets past that initial hurdle. But um, 
signed up for those, just thought I'd give it a try. Um, both my brother, my older sister, and my younger brother had been married for several years and kept giving me a bad time about meeting people and getting married. And I knew that it's the direction I wanted my life to go long term. So I figured that was the best way to kind of take a step out there since the communities that I was interacting with on a daily basis were not the kinds of communities that I wanted to find a spouse within my career and in those communities. So did you have any reluctance to try Catholic match? Um, my sister actually met her husband through an online dating app. It wasn't Catholic match, but I think I was a little bit less reluctant because I saw her success. She's in a really beautiful marriage has been for well, 10, 10 ish years now. Um, and so I was pretty optimistic going into it, at least optimistic in giving it a, sh a shot. Um, but I, I very much knew that just like any dating endeavor, it, there sure wasn't going to be a surefire way to meet anybody. So, you know, I was, I think I kind of knew what I was getting into. <laughs> How about you, Christina? Were, did you have any reluctance about using Catholic match? Um, only that I felt like I wish I would have, I, in my mind, I, wished I was meeting somebody in person um, and maybe a little bit felt like, like why couldn't I do that? Cause I was going to different young adult events and meeting people, but um, realized that maybe, you know, that wasn't going to be the thing. So I was a little bit reluctant to sign up at first, but um, then I thought, you know, got to cast a wider net if you're going to, you know, if this isn't working out, you have to try something else. So that moved me to do it. The hookup culture has done a lot, I think, to undermine dating and relationships between men and women. And even for those who don't participate in the hookup culture or use pornography, uh, still you're in the world where so many people do seem to be participating in these very frustrating approaches to dating and marriage. But for young Catholics and Catholics of all ages, I guess, who are very serious about entering into a marriage relationship that is sacramental and founded in the faith, dating, no matter where you enter into it, can be a very frustrating experience. And so I asked Alan and Christina about their experience prior to Catholic. So uh, in college and after college, the um, guys that I dated, I had met through church and they were friends first. So do, using a dating app was very different for me because I was used to dating my friends. Um, and I had been in several fairly long relationships, you know, at least between one or three years. So um, that had been my previous experience. So going into an app just seemed, it was very foreign to me because I wasn't used to like having to cull through different people who are interested or, you know, trying to connect with people that. For the most part, a lot of my relationships started out of um, just random events or something where I would meet someone and I was never really a super shy person per se. So, um, you know, putting myself out there or, or um, you know, asking people to go on dates is something that never really scared me too much. So I probably had a lot more, a lot 
more relationships that were smaller, like they were smaller in duration. Um, and they weren't, they were usually um, relationships of, of uh, not convenience, but like a proximity. Yeah. Like it, it just happened to be uh, uh, somebody and a good, a good opportunity to um, meet somebody and go on a date and um, see what they were like. And um, I would say much more emotionally driven and usually ended very poorly because they were almost entirely fueled by just emotion and not really thinking things through. Obviously, marriage is the most important decision most people make in life. And so when Christina and Alan talked to me about using Catholic Match, I was interested in what they thought the pros and the cons were. So I asked them to share their experience of actually using. Writing a profile, I thought that was pretty challenging because you, you want it to be attractive. You don't want to sound super boring. Um, you want to be able to like talk well about yourself, but also not make yourself sound super arrogant. So trying to figure out a good balance between how to write your, your bio with sound, sounding like a normal person that you hope somebody would be interested in. So um, I think that was probably the hardest. Well, well, while putting together a profile is incredibly important for guys, it's probably the most important thing that you do. I would say the most challenging aspect of uh, Catholic Match was um, sifting through profiles and trying not to get too upset if you found somebody who sounded very interesting and you messaged them and they just never messaged you back. It's Unfortunately, the, the preliminary aspect of Catholic match for, for guys tends to be more of a numbers game where you just have to kind of put yourself out there for anyone who sounds like they could be interesting rather than just waiting for somebody who lines up perfectly with what you're looking for. Because the, I mean, just like in real life, I mean, the chemistry might not be there and, you know, they're, uh, the women are sifting through just as many messages as you're sifting through profiles. So, um, you know, there is a little bit of a, of a luck element in the sense that you're hoping to get responses, you know, so that, I think that's hard is sifting through profiles without, without, <laughs> you want to find somebody that you can connect with, but then not getting too upset when you just don't connect with that person. You know, the Pew Report did a, uh, a survey on people's use of uh, online dating apps, all online dating apps. And one of the things they said about men and women was that men said they really didn't get that many messages. And women said they got a lot of messages. Was that your experience or was something different? You know, I felt like I had a pretty middle of the road experience with messages. Catholic Match has a feature where you can send someone like a sticker emoji that says I prayed a rosary for you. So I got a few of those and wasn't really sure if they were real or not. <laughs> if you prayed a rosary for me, that's very dedicated. Thank you. Um, but I, it, those, I would get those kind of messages a lot, which really had no effort to them. So um, I didn't get, I wouldn't say that I was inundated 
with thoughtful messages. How about you, Alan? I received probably close to zero messages without my first initiating conversations. Uh, so it was in line with the P report. And I would say of the messages that I sent out, maybe less than 10% of them yielded any response at all. So drastically different for me. So did you post pictures of yourselves? Mm -hmm. Yes. What was, did you have reluctance about that? No, I didn't have, I didn't feel any reluctance to that. I just had a hard time finding pictures that I wanted to post of myself. No, just because I don't have, I don't have a lot of really good, or I didn't have a lot of really good pictures before I had a wife here to take pictures of me. <laughs> Alan, what did you put up as what you thought were the most important qualities for a prospective spouse? Um, I was trying to remember this earlier tonight because it's been it's been quite some time since we've been on the dating app. <laughs> um, I believe in there. I I was on Catholic Match, so like kind of as a default, they have some um, auto like options that you can kind of fill in for how important your faith is to you and and certain things that you what what you believe. You know, do you believe in the real presence? Do you believe in the authority of the church? Do you believe in like all the really critical <laughs> critical Catholic components right of our faith? And uh, so those parts. You know, I, I filled in that they were all very important without explicitly saying in my profile, hey, <laughs> you got to be a serious Catholic. Um, but I think in addition to that, you know, the probably the most important things. Um, I don't know that I actually spelled it out. I think in my mind I had a set of things that I needed that needed to be um, present, but they're only things that you can really know from interacting. It's not really a questionnaire type thing like they have to be. You know, there has to be empathy there. There has to be emotional intelligence, not just intellectual intelligence. There has to be uh, elements there that would make for a good like foundation for a connection. But there, it's really hard to artic articulate that in an online profile. So I think my my what I listed as critical was very limited. It was very it was a very small list, if if any. How about you, Christina? I was trying to remember what I may have put down for an ideal spouse. And honestly, I don't remember. Um, I think I probably, I honestly, yeah, I don't know. I, but I, there were those lists of seven questions that, um, you know, you, that people can filter by. That was an important indicator for me of things that I didn't, I didn't even consider anybody who, didn't have like the seven out of seven um because i just i wasn't interested in having a conversation about why we might disagree on it um so yeah i don't i don't know that i put anything specific about what i was hoping for in a spouse so to you it sounds like a shared religious faith um was very important to your hopes for what your marriage would be um mm -hmm. So let me ask you, uh, when you were on Catholic Match, how long were you on there for? I think that I met Alan within the month, like within a month or two of being on Catholic Match. How about you, Alan? 
my subscription, it was a six month subscription, I think, um, expired one week after I messaged Christina and I was not interested in renewing it. I was pretty much ready to just kind of put it down and walk away from it for a little while. Um, I mean, it was at the point where I messaged Christina because she was, you know, a new face. She was one of the, you know, handful of new faces that you see every week. Um, but I felt like I was pretty much, I had exhausted all of the opportunities that I had. Um, and I even told Christina before our first date, um, our first date was with, within a day or two of my subscription expiring. So I had to, I actually had to just give her my phone number and said, if I don't respond to you on Catholic match, it's because my subscription is expiring. I'm not going to renew it. Here's my cell number. If you need to get a hold of me and I'm not being responsive. I think he also gave me his email as like a polite kind of. Yeah. Either or, right. If you don't want to text me and give me your number, basically, then here's also my email. You can feel free to reach out. However, I was trying to be as, um, non-threatening as possible right like not pushy because it wasn't it wasn't an issue of being pushy it was just a matter of um i wanted to make sure that we could actually go on a date <laughs> so let me ask you uh, while you were on catholic match uh did you pray together did you pray that hopefully you might meet somebody that would be a I've been praying for so long that I would meet somebody. <laughs> it was before Catholic match, while I was on Catholic match. Yeah. But same. I mean, I don't think that it was, it certainly wasn't something that started with Catholic match. Um, and yeah, I've been praying for a spouse since probably before I was even old enough to date. <laughs> so looking back on it, what was your best experience of Catholic match? Alan was my only experience of Catholic match. <laughs> I mean, he was the only date I went on. I, I had a conversation, a phone conversation with another gentleman that um, was really uninteresting. Poor guy. I just did not, did not connect with him in any way. And then was writing to another guy that, you know, by the time Alan and I had gone on a couple dates, I just thought like, I'm not interested in, continuing to write long messages to you. It's just too much effort and no, no benefit right now. So Alan was really my only real experience. On Catholic <laughs> How about you, Alan? Well, I wasn't a huge fan of the whole, like I, I, the dating period of life is just an uncomfortable period of life because you're looking for something more, but you can't, you can't, and you shouldn't force it. So you have to be patient, but also be kind of diligent. And so I think that, you know, Catholic match as an application is a good way to expand that net, you know, and get your network a little bit bigger to kind of meet people that you wouldn't necessarily run into in your daily course of life. Um, but I think that, you know, it's, it's fun to get responses and the many, many messages that you're sending out. Um, that was an enjoyable aspect of the app. But I think that, you know, having some of those core fundamental uh, uh, personal, you know, faith-based questions that are kind of built into the application was very good. And I appreciated that very much when using the app. Um, and it's a good way to kind of start some conversations. Um, 
so I, I think that the, the app itself was very good, but I don't know that I necessarily enjoyed anything per se about using the app. It Meeting was just me? A, yeah, I mean, once, <laughs> I mean, and in retrospect, of course, like you look back and you're like, this was all great. But at the time, there's all this uncertainty and you're getting to know somebody that you know nothing about. And it's, it can be awkward. And, you know, it, it's just something that, it's like the rest of the dating phase of one's life. It's just something you have to get through. If the end goal is to is to have a spouse and find a spouse, then it's just a necessary discomfort. The Pew report on online dating reports that women more so than men are much more interested in knowing what their perspective dates, uh, idea of a relationship is, what kind of relationship they want what their religious beliefs are and, and what their occupation is. One of the advantages of Catholic matches is it seems to focus on Catholics who are very concerned about all of these issues in regard to marriage. This, of course, ended happily for Alan and Christina and Alan. How long have you been married? Two and uh, we'll be married three years in June. Three years in June. And tell us about your married life. Well, um, we got married. We got married in California. We spent a little bit of time in the Bay Area, but we knew we wanted to move out to Tucson. So um, Alan works remotely, which gives us a lot of freedom. So we've been able to move out here and be close to family. Uh, we um, three months into being married, we were expecting our first baby. And so he was born a week after our anniversary. And uh, right now we're expecting baby number two pretty much any day. Um, so it'll be a little bit less than two years apart. So we've been, you know, setting up home, having babies. <laughs> That's been our married life. Given Alan and Christina's experience of Catholic Match, I thought it'd be helpful to ask what their advice might be for someone who is thinking about using it in order to, to meet someone who could well be a, a happy and prospective. I think a few things. First, uh, patience is still a virtue. Uh, Catholic match, just like any medium for meeting anyone, is not a magic bullet. And it is very hard to be patient when you don't know what you're waiting for or how long you need to wait. Uh, but it is essential. And, you know, the treat Catholic match, like, just like you're walking down the street, there's going to be a lot of faces and there's going to be a lot of people that you'll interact with. There will be very few of those people who are going to result in anything that would resemble a date. And then of course, much fewer of those would end up resulting in anything that would be that would be a marriage, right? One of those, right? Potentially. And um, if, as long as you see it as an, a medium similar to any other medium that you would meet people and you, and you stay patient and you're not afraid to, to acknowledge that this person is maybe not somebody that I want to continue dating right? Don't be afraid of that. So mm -hmm. you should be less afraid of being alone for a temporary amount of time than 
the fear of marrying the wrong person um, or marrying somebody who might, who, who ultimately is not good for you. Not that there's a right person, the wrong person, but acknowledging the, uh, the good and the bad of all your relationships and being able to walk away, not knowing when that next date might come because it'll be okay. It's just a matter of patience and waiting for that thing that you don't know when it's going to come. I had um, an ex-boyfriend of mine, his mom once told me, you either break up or you get married. And I think that's kind of the reality that, you know, to not, to not settle for somebody that you meet just because you think maybe this is as good as it's going to get um, because that's not going to get fixed um, down the line. But yeah, I think like what Alan was saying to, you know, set to be free from those relationships that aren't good for you so that you can be open to finding a relationship that is. Um, and then to know what you're looking for also, because I think if you're just going in, hoping that you're going to marry Jesus, like, you know, that's, that's a different vocation. <laughs> so, um, I think that, you know, having realistic expectations, but also knowing really what you are looking for in a spouse, not just to be like, oh, you know, we had a nice date. I think you might be the one. Um, I think there can be that temptation also. So, I would also offer the advice of not obsessing over it. It's not something that the more you spend, the more time you spend on it, the quicker you're going to get results. Um, treat it as... A, another leisure activity that have, you know, that's just an infrequent thing that you come back to every once in a while and don't make it the focal point of your life because it is incredibly discouraging if you do so, even if it's working, it can be incredibly discouraging. So um, not obsessing over it. If you have an obsessive personality, I probably have a little bit of one. So <laughs> I wanted to say it takes a while, but you finally realize that inertia is not the same thing as commitment. <laughs> that is the truth, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like, well, might as well get married. It's like a terrible well, thought. It's why you stay in something that isn't working because you're just afraid to let go. Right. I think, yeah. I mean, you know, they, there's all of those. You've probably seen some of those images before where it's like um, the little kid is holding on to a teddy bear. And Jesus is in front of him, like, just let go. And he's got the like huge teddy bear behind his back. Like, I've got the better thing for you. I, I've heard a lot of people, like women who are dating or whatever, refer to that image where it's like, you're holding on to this thing that really is just good sauce, but like the meat is bad. <laughs> but he's like, there is something better for you, but you can't, you won't ever be able to see it until you let go of the smaller thing you're holding. I think making any decisions based off of fear, whether it's fear of being alone or fear of potentially missing out on what you think could be the best thing for you, um, all of those are fearful thoughts that, and, and no good decision can be made out of fear. By its, I mean, like, that's just not a, yeah. yeah, it can't be out of fear ever. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, I mean, because we got married when we were 32. So that was already like, right? Yeah. 31, 32, 32. So we're already like, I mean, now that's like more normal, but 
you know, not even that long ago, that was like old, you know. My parents were that age when they got married. They had oh, really? They wow. dated for three months. They dated for three months? They've been through two wars, so they were ready to roll. We dated for six months and then got engaged and then we're married no. five months later. We got engaged three months in? Our first date was July 25th. We got engaged in November. In November. Okay, so that was less so than four six months. months. Four months we were engaged, but then we were engaged for the six month. Yeah. And all the marital prep and stuff. Seven months. Yeah. So, I mean, I know a lot of people that have just felt so desperate um, to find someone that you can see them kind of reaching for a straw. Like, like, okay, I'll just like, it, I'll just take whatever. And like talking them off the cliff. <laughs> you don't want to take whatever comes to you. Also, just because we were only dating for four months does not make that a template for everyone. No. <laughs> We, our first date really was, we talked about like, what are your deal breakers? We like, we're talking about marriage the first time we met. And the very second date we were talking about like. I don't know. And then we were talking about NFP and NFP, like all this. Yeah. I mean, it was like very, I think we were just at a point where it was like, okay, like, let's just be real. Because if this, if like, like we've been saying, you know, cut, cut your losses you know, don't, don't hang around for too long. If it's going to be something that you're just going to have to struggle through, but not the good kind of struggle. And so, also, I mean, be as far as the last piece of advice too, we have a lot of advice. <laughs> well, be, be yourself, right? I mean, I think both of us were looking for a relationship where we could be our genuine selves and not somebody that we thought the other person wanted us to be. I did tell Alan on the second date that I thought his shoes were really ugly. I mean, I, that's, I was kind of testing the waters to see like, how can, I mean, I'd never been. I still so, have those shoes, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never been, I'd never been so frank with anybody that I had dated, um, at, you know, in the initial phase, but I, I just thought I'm going to lay it all out on the table and. It was the acid it. test. If he couldn't handle yeah. that, he can't handle you. Just gotta see. Yeah. So but it was refreshing to yeah, be able to see somebody just be honest and know that I can be honest too. And then you just see if it's gonna work there. And I think we were fortunate that it ended up working for us, but I think it would have been a nice interaction even if it didn't work because it's like we didn't have to pretend. Yeah. So I think I'm just asking for a simple vote. Catholic match, thumbs up or thumbs down. I would say thumbs, thumbs up. up. So there you have it. And I want to thank Christina and Alan for sharing their beautiful story about how they met and about their growing family and uh, building their marriage. Uh, vocation is a wonderful thing. Giving your life away in marriage is a beautiful, beautiful vocation. And so let's pray for young people, especially those who are ardently and seriously searching for the vocation of marriage. This has been one more edition of Oral Valley Catholic. This is Father John Arnold. Remember us all in your prayers, and we'll pray for you. Until next time.